0: Hello there,
1: and welcome to The Force Discussions
0: with Hope and Kevin. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out to nightmares. Buy me some bats and some slayers. Now I'm never gonna get out of this dream.
1: I was gonna say out of this town because oh, that would have been okay. better. That would have been better. Um, you stayed surprisingly on, like melody with the the song. I did. You know what? I'm getting better and worse at the same time. That's uh, not possible. But <laughs> when you first started singing, I was like, "Why is this singing about baseball?" And I was like, "Oh yeah," in this episode that we're gonna talk about. The kid played baseball, which was like, like, I guess it was kind of a big part of it, but like, I totally forgot that that was part of it.
0: To be fair, they didn't, they mentioned it twice.
1: But good job on this thing. You know yeah, yeah,
0: you know, I, I, again, good and bad. Like, if I do a little bit better,
1: I do that much worse another time. Perhaps. So, um... Hello, everybody. We are back to continue our Buffy rewatch series. Episode 10 of Season 1 called Nightmares. Nightmares. And this premiered in May of 1997. Yeah. A wicked fucking long time ago, but let's not talk about it. Well, we are going to talk about it. I so mean, that's
0: kind of our thing. It's, I mean, we're not going
1: to talk about the date. We're, we're going to talk about the episode. So, this little... Blurb synopsis says a series of strange occurrences lead Buffy and her friends to discover that their worst nightmares have literally become reality. Yeah, so like the whole episode is essentially people's like nightmares.
0: Come true, life, mm-hmm. which bec- and I, I do, I am getting a little tired of the excuse for everything being, well, we're on the hillmouth.
1: Okay, so <laughs> um, you better get over that because I no, know,
0: I know because and then we did we, the, uh, we other episodes by <laughs> like where it's because we're on the hillmouth that this is logical and I'm um, like,
1: I'm sorry <laughs> but they use it a lot. But it, it's such a
0: cop-out. It's, it's a little
1: bit... It is a cop-out sometimes, <laughs> but at the same time, the, it honestly, the reason that any of this shit is happening is because they are on a hellmouth. So you kind of have to... You have to just take it with a grain of salt. This is how the story goes.
0: I know. But uh, it was kind of funny that, like, people's dreams started Yeah, that's the a gist.
1: Bit... That's the gist of this episode. I'm going to... What I really want to do for this one is just give you the quick gi- gist of it and then point out the, the parts that I thought were funny or interesting or all all the nightmares that I was able to like recall. So, um, things at the high school seem normal but then you know things that would only happen in, in a dream start happening and they realize that this little boy who is in a coma um, because they are on the hellmouth, he is able to astral project and his nightmares are seeping into the real world and uh, Giles figures out they have to wake up this kid um, and and all of this will stop um, he astral project. Rejects to the high school, causing all this chaos, and Buffy basically finds him and is able to talk to him and help him. Yeah,
0: but what's weirder is there's a scene with, like, the master where he's explaining. Yeah. And I don't At the
1: beginning? At the very... That's eh, in the... Not... Completely in the beginning, but well, I think it's I, like I, I, I put that the master talks with the creepy kid. the, oh, yeah, anointed, the anointed one, <laughs> one mm-hmm. which I know Useless. you
0: you immediately said like I wish this other kid was the anointed one I'm like, yeah, you're right. The kid was just actually better. He was
1: a better actor. The yeah. kid who plays Billy in this correct. episode. We know
0: we're judging children star uh, children actors that are now adult adults and older. So I am laughing. Honestly,
1: they're then. probably the same age. We were when they filmed, like, or maybe a little older than us, but anyway, but
0: um, but no, the the weird part about it was like the master kept going, like, do you know what's That's really bad. Fear, fear is something you can control. And then for some reason, he has a crucifix just hanging out in his bed, ba- like area. Yeah. And he puts his hand on it and then it starts burning. He's like, Yep. I control, like I control my fears. I'm like. For a minute, I'm like, wait a minute. Why do you have the thing that actually can burn you? Just hang Like, if I had, like, if my, I was allergic to, you know, you're allergic to walnuts and stuff. He's not
1: allergic to it, though. And because the master is so old and so powerful, like, um, there's even a scene later where somebody puts a, uh, cross on him he's like Oh yeah that tickles Like oh no That's a different vampire But he is not, He is more That's a different one <laughs> Is a different vampire But he has more Resilience to that Kind of stuff I get it But if you're still Could I get think hurt it he uses by it. it To torture other vampires Why you you wrong by but him But he's got his chair Like five uh, feet away from it That doesn't affect him It honestly doesn't affect him Until he touches it I just uh, Which is with most vampires In this universe If I'm allergic to something I don't hang it Near my bed He's not allergic to it. I'm not I'm just trying to find a comparison. Okay. Um he would it, it would if he had a glass of holy water next to his bed then yes, I'd be like I don't I know wouldn't what be surprised doing.
0: at this point. Okay.
1: Um, Holy so, water, anyone?
0: Holy water? Holy water? Holy
1: water. Uh, a spoiler alert. They do figure it out, and they're able to, like, get the boy to wake up. But the crazy, the craziest, stupidest thing about this episode is in this little boy's nightmare, he calls this monster creature the ugly man. He's very ugly. And has, like, a scarred face and a crazy eye. And he's really, really big. And he has an arm that's, like, a club. And then another one that I think his fingernails might even be, like, claw-like. And he just goes around cl- Clubbing people and and attacking people. No. And there's no purpose. <laughs> there's I, no I, reasoning for it. I thought he was part of the reason why the nightmares were happening. No, it's just this little boy's nightmare, I think, is who's representing somebody else in his life.
0: Oh yeah. Well I I assume because towards the end of it he wakes up and like his like
1: so you know, throughout I, the episode and I, I will go through the the nightmares but throughout the episode he keeps saying and the monster says lucky 19. 19. And Billy, the, the boy in a coma, says to Buffy, um, that's what he calls me or that's what he says. And and you think, like, oh, just the man, this ugly man in his nightmares. When he wakes up at the end, his little league coach shows up and is like, oh, we're really worried about him. And he's like, he's my lucky 19. And they're like, oh, well, he's awake now. And then the boy reveals, like, his coach was the one who knocked him out And Basically put him into a coma.
0: Yeah. And like. So caught.
1: I think that ugly man just represented his coach in his nightmares. Well, I, I
0: figured that the weird club thing was a baseball bat. Just mutated. Right. And that other but- claw hand thing was a mitt. So, like,
1: or right, and and he's also just like mixed with a monster, like, he's just yeah. a monster. But I, I did, I couldn't remember. I'm like, wait, does he have significance to like why this is happening? Like, is he a demon that's making this happen? No, he is just this no. kid's manifestation of in his nightmare. Though the
0: club, the club hand did look like a giant, like, piece of bread. So, like, there was one time you you hit the
1: wall and it was like, it was flopped on there. Okay, so, (laughs) I I think they had more than one hand because sometimes it looked like a legit club, but like made out of like stone. And then one time it looked like a flattened loaf of bread. Yeah. A little bit more rounded at the the wall. And he
0: was like, no. And it was like, flop, flop.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I was like, "Um, what's going on? But um, yeah, so some of the nightmares that happen. In in,
0: in order, let's go for it.
1: um, The first nightmare is is about spiders they're in a class and one of the students we learn his name is wendell he opens the textbook in these giant disgusting tarantulas not just spiders I thought they were i thought tar- they were adorable I'm gonna murder you. i have so, i really do have arachnophobia, so I like saw it for three seconds and like freaked walked away Couldn't I was like,
0: what great c g i this was and no. hopes like
1: no, I bet this worst thing spiders. ever
0: to be seen ever, don't ever let's pass so forward.
1: of course, everybody screams and like they leave the, the room or whatever so um Where that's how it like what's our reasonings at the very beginning, Buffy dreams about the master, but it's like. It it seems like he's going to kill her, and then, like, her mom wakes her up, and then this spider thing happens. And then they just jump to the next day, and she's supposed to be going, Buffy is going to be with her dad for the weekend. She forgot her bag, Um, and it's important that you know she's supposed to see her dad. Giles, so this is actually a nightmare. Giles gets lost in the library stacks. That's the first thing. That's, yeah. And he says later in the episode, he had a... Bad dream about getting lost in the stacks, and then, like, it happens.
0: Which, in the terror of all the bad dreams, eh, not the the highest there.
1: Um, Cordelia, she, um, it's actually not a nightmare for Cordelia. It's a nightmare for Buffy. Cordelia reminds Buffy about a history test she doesn't know about because it doesn't exist because it's a nightmare. And Buffy doesn't know any of the answers. And when they're in the test, she doesn't know where the classroom is. Cordelia has to bring her there. When she's in the test, her pencil breaks. And then, like, the the clock skips time and she has no time to answer. She doesn't answer any questions. And she didn't get her name pass- on there. She didn't even get her name. And then she passes it in. Then she sees, Buffy sees Billy, the little boy. She starts to follow him. Yeah.
0: Well, everyone else's dreams were like, it it did get like slowly. It got worse. It did. It got worse. It it, like, first it was um, Xander walked into a room and he was naked except for his (laughs) Um, underwear.
1: Oh, yes, and also in the hallway, like a cool kid gets like embarrassed by his mom. Yeah. Um, Giles can't read. read like he literally I can't read. Was, well,
0: I thought that was really funny, but I liked that he still didn't believe it was nightmares. He just legit thought, like, well, I just can't read anymore. I still got to do research. Let me, Somehow. let me just stare at this newspaper. <laughs> Buffy comes in, like, uh, do you want me to read that? Like, oh, I'm just, I'm just having trouble with the research. Like, uh there's a little boy in the hospital. Yeah, and they... It might be him. Right, we should go check on that. And they he just, just ignores go, that he can't read.
1: They see, <laughs> Buffy reads that Billy is... Um, you know, Oh, so a girl at the school had gotten attacked by the club man. Yeah, which makes no sense. That's the only thing that... Well, I guess Billy is manifesting his nightmare as well. So when Billy is around, his nightmare is around. And he t- tries to... Which no one can see Billy except for Buffy, which never also never gets explained. Another student gets hurt. And while Buffy is at the hospital with Giles to visit her, one of the doctors there... They see um, Billy in, like, a room, and he says, like, oh, he got attacked. Um, He's the first victim. He had a similar situation as your friend. Um, And then when Billy is at the school, Buffy realizes, oh, my God, that was the kid in the hospital. Yeah. So, Giles says that it's astral projection. It's Billy's dream unconscious self traveling into, like, the real world.
0: Because we are in the hell mouth.
1: (laughs) Because that's what you do. These are the hell mouth rules. That's what I'm going to call it now.
0: No, no. no. These are not the hell mouth rules. There are no rules in the hell mouth.
1: No, I guess the (laughs) hell mouth um, exception. I don't even know. But it's. it's, (laughs) There's no rules. There are no rules in the hell mouth.
0: Know what the rule is? It's the hell mouth. Yeah. Know what it is? We have no one to blame. I I wish that the Hellmouth became a person. Just be like, guys. So you could punch him? No, just stop blaming me for all your shit. (laughs) All right? This is stupid. All right? I am a person. I have feelings. You cannot blame me for all your bad stuff going on in your life. Shut up, (laughs) Hellmouth. No.
1: (laughs) Like um, it's a bad nickname. No. But It's not a person. My name is It's an entrance to hell that causes commotion. So... One of the other nightmares, Buffy's dad shows up early and is, like, interrupting their little investigation. She's like, oh, my God, what are you doing here? Yeah, he's, like, supposed to pick
0: her up for the weekend or something because she's... Mom's and dad's divorced. divorced.
1: And he basically sits her down and tells her it's her fault they got divorced. He says all these awful things to her. He's embarrassed by her. Dad of the year. And then... um, we don't really need to do these weekends anymore. I'm not really getting anything out of them. I'm so disappointed in you. I really thought you'd be better. You know, like, and he even says things like, I thought she would be brighter, or, you know, and things like that. Um, he was very, very rude. And then he leaves. And she turns, and the boy's there. Billy's there. Um... And so Willow... I, and
0: I, I, I do give credit that they actually took, like, a moment to feel like, all right, she needs some time to emotionally heal from this. Yeah, she did. Because she goes was- for, like,
1: a little walk because... <laughs> these things are actually happening. Like, even though they are nightmares, her dad did, like, in this reality for for right this moment, came to her school and said these awful things to
0: her. I just was so afraid that, like, he was talking, like, oh, please God, don't have, like, the next scene, but, like, Giles, Xander, what are we gonna do? Like, well, no, you may want to take some time to, that was an epic burn. You just no, the, she
1: kind of, <laughs> she, she, she walks minutes, it off.
0: Yeah. She has a few minutes, but it was just, I was and so I, afraid it was gonna be, like, uh, hey, let's Let's, you let's have to go. help us. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're the slayer. You're the Suck slayer. Let's go. Get out of here. Snap it out.
1: Snap out Who of cares? it. Who cares
0: that you just got told
1: you're nothing? Go, go. Know, right? go save the fucking world again. <laughs> Jesus. Do your goddamn job, Buffy. Okay. Um, I wrote, it's all Billy's fault. Because it actually is. All of this is happening because of this fucking kid. Oh, and the hell <laughs> mouth. Okay. Another nightmare... Bad hair for Cordelia, and she breaks a comb in her hair while she's trying to brush it. That's how bad it is, and it's, like, all frizzy, and she can't do anything with it.
0: I like how that that one had to be quick. I would be so afraid to, like, we need to take a couple minutes in the episode to really go on this bad hair day thing. No, I don't think we need to. (laughs) Let's
1: see. Xander, Willow, and Jaws do go to find Buffy because they ultimately do need her help, and she's off trying to find Billy. Another nightmare... Cordelia is a nerd and she's wearing a really long dress, long sleeve like, like turtleneck like blouse, s-
0: like 50s blouse.
1: And she's being dragged into like the, the debate ch- yeah, chess or club. something, chess, chess, whatever. Club. She's like, I don't even do that. Um, Willow gets called to the basement, and I wrote, that seems like a good idea. Yeah, immediately. You should go down there. Why is anyone
0: in this entire show ever go, you know what? Something was heard from the basement, and it keeps happening.
1: And she knows that nightmares are coming true. Maybe don't go in a fucking basement when nightmares are coming true. And I wrote down, if she wasn't a main character, she'd be dead. Yeah, or maimed, like severely maimed. In the
0: hospital next to Billy.
1: (laughs) True story. And the other girl that's in the hospital, but because she's Willow. Um, so Xander is—he um, like—they're all looking for Buffy, but he goes down, turns a corner, and he's in this like scary, rundown hallway, and there's like Nazi symbols on the wall. Um, so and early in the show, he did say like, "Oh, if that." This- uh, can I just interrupt for a second oh. with? Um, oh Pope's my Totally God. unnecessary trivia. Why are you doing this to us. Hope's <sighs> totally unnecessary. Trivia! Okay, so, because it's exactly what you're, you were going to say. Xander says, I'm unruffled by spiders when the spider thing happened. Now, if, if a bunch of Nazis crawled all, all over my face, later, when he enters a classroom where his clown nightmare will take place, swastikas are spray-painted on the wall behind him. That's what you're going to say, right? Yeah, but, like, now... But it was a trivia! yeah. Now you took that all out of the...
0: Okay, but, but now he, you but know make what? your
1: comment about it.
0: My comment is that, but th- then he has a clown come by and try to kill him, I guess? Yeah, with, <laughs> like, a crazy... Knife, yeah, I know, but that's like such a cliche one. But I do like that later on, he just like they're all running away and they're like, No, let's run. He's like, Hold on a second, punch in face. He's like, I just had to get that out of my system. I've been running away from this clown for in store since he's
1: like minutes. No, 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 he because it was this, I guess, similar to the clown at his birthday party. I get it, but like was a kid,
0: but I, I just they all get together, like him. Uh, Willow and Giles, like, meet up, and they're like, we got to get out of here. We got to go, help yeah. no Buffy. But, like, in that one moment, he was running away from the clown, and he gets to them, and he's like, he almost looks at them like, give me just one minute, one, one, one second. I got to yeah. one thing. And he just punches the clown out, and he's like, all right, we can go. Well,
1: he also, he knows it's real, but he also knows it it, it it's kind of not real, so we might as well take the chance and punch just, out the clown.
0: It was just like, it was almost like saying someone saying, like, hold on, I left the kettle on. Give me a well,
1: second. Poof. My favorite part is that the reason a clown even is was chasing him is because he was following a literal trail of candy bars. Yeah. And he ate
0: like six... was that was six creepy. Co- no,
1: no, no. Well, it was it was creepy because like he's getting lord like Hansel and Gretel. It was stupid because he's eating candy off the fucking ground and he again, they know at this point that nightmares are coming true. Why are they testing the why are they pushing the limits with that? Anyway.
0: Because it's free candy. Because it...
1: I hey, mean, to be fair, I love
0: candy. I'll have candy so. so
1: another nightmare for Willow, because she hasn't had any yet. She has to go on stage and not only perform, she's supposed to sing opera as a soprano in another language. And of course, she doesn't know any of the words. And she goes on stage and like literally like squeaks. She's like... Ah, ah, because she can't. And they're like... Burr. And then I think the dream like, she like gets pulled out of the curtain and Xander. Yeah, and then the clown gets punched in the face. Um, One thing I wrote though was that all of a sudden it's nighttime because all of a sudden it was. Uh, like, from Buffy's oh, from, perspective? Oh, yeah,
0: because Buffy all of a sudden was walking with the little boy. then. In the then, cemetery. In
1: the cemetery. And you're like, like, I'm like, deal. what what the fuck? Why is it nighttime, Though right? To be
0: fair, I feel like, is the cemetery across the street from the school No,
1: in life? no. That's why, so w- when they get out of the scary clown hallway, Xander, Giles, and Willow are outside. Mm-hmm. And they're like, when has the cemetery ever been across the street? It's not. It's on the other side part of town. And then they notice it's also night. It's literally like a portal, like a hole in reality that leads them into this area. I really think at this
0: point in the story, they should have just said, you know what? Enough Deaths happen at the school. Maybe put the cemetery across the street. And save <laughs> us some time. time. To, have, we would not have to block traffic. But a lot
1: We're, of people in Sunnydale die, not just at the high school. I
0: know, but I'm just so, saying it wouldn't block any traffic. Most of the time, I'm the just, streets they need to get in there. No one
1: would be getting out of the school. It'd be like ten o'clock in the you know, morning okay. or something. It's the cemetery is not across from the high school, I'm but just missed opportunity. Right now, guys. it is. So. Billy and Buffy see the master, like, in the flesh. And this is actually the first time, this is another piece of trivia, the first time that Buffy sees him in person. Even though it's a nightmare, it's technically happening. And um, the master says, you have Billy to thank for that. And I go, quick, kill the kid. (laughs) Like, just kill him. Just end this nightmare
0: and kill him. There There was a thing I sent you this week. Uh, through TikTok or something, and it was someone testing a um, like a children's playpen area. Oh, and they just had a model like dummy doll. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I love those. Smacking it. Oh, against, yeah, it's like stuff like, well, they won't it's be like able a to...
1: series. It's fucking <laughs> it, hilarious. It just,
0: they just smack him through rope. Well, he can't go through that. Puts his arm through something. Well, I guess we have to fix that one because the arm snapped off. Like it was like they that's put, my they first put these
1: dolls on like normal playground equipment, except extremely aggressively and violent. <laughs> so, of course, the dummy's gonna like the head's gonna pop off anyway another nightmare for Buffy is that she is buried alive um in a coffin so the master doesn't kill her but he pushes her into the coffin and closes it and then buries puts you know dirt on top of it um, but everything is in chaos um Giles so they go over to the cemetery because it's right across the street now and Giles nightmare is that Buffy's dead yeah.
0: Yeah. And then even worse, Buffy comes out of the dang thing as a vampire. It, as a vampire. And that's her nightmare. I like how he we, like all these weird things weave in together so perfectly.
1: Well, and the thing about Giles, like, it's kind of sad. He, he does, like, a little touching moment, but he also talks about, like, he failed as a watcher. And it's sad because his, spoiler alert, his nightmare becomes a reality. And it's just sad. Cool. So Buffy's wakes up as a vampire, and I wrote, now I can be with Angel. That's obviously not what she was thinking, but that's what I thought for a second. Like, oh, my God, is she going to have that moment of, oh, I could be with Angel now? No, 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 no. Because she still would be evil.
0: Yeah, and that's all you... And you can definitely tell it's because of this alternate reality stuff going on. Because yeah. if she was Buffy the Vampire Vampire Slayer, right? She'd, she'd be, be evil. evil as heck, and she would kill She's Like, oh my god,
1: I'm a vampire. Nope, you wouldn't be having that thought. No, you'd be and, done. And also, Giles says, "Like, can you hold it together till we figure this out?" And she's like, "Yes, but we better hurry up because I'm getting hungry." So she's she's still Buffy, but she is a vampire. Yeah, so so this episode's a little weird with what what is reality and what is not. Um, one of the nightmares I noted at the hospital, cause they go to the hospital to wake up Billy. That's like the only thing they can think to do. The surgeon's hands are all like mutated and like yeah, ruined. I can't do,
0: I can't do like the surgery. Can't. There's
1: a zombie
0: guy mm-hmm. chasing someone with paddles mm-hmm. in the background. Gotta give props cause you know that guy got no credit for anything.
1: Um, there's giant bugs flying outside. Yeah. Um, so the ugly man shows up at the hospital because i think cuz billy is there like the astral projection billy and the real billy buffy fights him um fix his is and yeah, that's and when you see the loaf of bread him arm knocks him out, right? So then, that's when you see the loaf of bread yeah. arm. Yeah, plop! Oh, I can make myself a salad. So then, <laughs> Billy, it's a and I. She's like, you have to finish it. I'm like, Billy has to finish the murder job. We're yeah, making the twelve yeah. year old do it. I don't understand
0: that one. They're like, she knocks him out. He's on the ground. Like Billy, it's now your turn. She's
1: still a vampire and goes, "Billy, come here." I mean, what? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't care what the heck. I would have been okay with the rest of the show being Billy's running away from Buffy. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. It's
1: like, you have to finish it. I'm like, finish what? And I'm like, why why are you making the 12-year-old kid do it? And then he just, like, lifts something off his face. He just
0: lifts it like a mask.
1: It was weird. And then light, you know, shines out, and then everything reverts back to normal, and Billy wakes up.
0: And then you find out that Billy's... Like um, it's daylight. There's no yeah. bugs.
1: Everything's back to normal. Billy, Buffy's Billy's real. up,
0: and then that's when Mister I was the coach, and I did everything oh, right. Well, well, guess what? You did nothing right. You did nothing. You horrible person.
1: Uh, well, just before we get there, when he woke up and he was like, "I just had the strangest dream," and even oh, yeah. before he finished the sentence, I'm like, "Okay, Dorothy," and he's like, "And you were there, and you and you," and I'm like, "Oh
0: Christ!" I, I really wanted to be like, "But you weren't there." I, <laughs> like who the how, fuck you? One of the one of the you know monster things, so, like the clown's still there. Like, you weren't I there know. at all. Oh God. <laughs> Xander's like, oh no, he's still here. Okay. Oh my God, he's alive. You punched ben. me in the face. <laughs> he came I'm back. in the hospital because I have a busted eye. Oh
1: wait, you. Weren't... I was there for a kid's birthday party, <laughs> wait, man. You weren't a part of that. <laughs> I was just trying to work. Why were you chasing me with a knife? It's rubber. Anyway, we're just making it's it up as we go along. Okay. No, none of that happened. Just ignore that. That great, though. So the coach does show up, and he says, oh, I'm I'm so worried about him. Uh, he's my lucky 19. And then when they're like, Billy's awake, he looks shocked. Like, oh, fuck. Because he he's probably thinking oh, this kid's going to. Yeah, he immediately. Where is he
0: running to? is he running
1: because these people don't know him so he figured I don't know I mean Billy was going to probably tell another adult but he was running away from his resp- from his consequences but they caught him and he probably Hopefully, was fired from being the Little League coach. Um, and then at the end of the episode, dad, Buffy's dad does show up for yeah, her. Yeah, he
0: goes into that.
1: And they go on a little weekend, whatever. They were supposed
0: to do instead of saying that she was nothing and she's hard,
1: on a horrible disappointment and an embarrassment to the family. And do like,
0: you think at one point they could have thought that, like, oh, we have this one kid who's an anointed one. Yeah. We have this other kid that's a dreamer. Yeah. Why don't we have them talk to each other? <laughs> they pretty much had two children on set. They're like, don't don't near. I don't want them near each other." What? No, 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 nothing. I don't want. I don't want. To, I don't want to film two kids.
1: I don't know <laughs> what the deal is with the anointed one. Like, I still don't understand what his purpose was. And I think he was supposed to be more fleshed out in season two. But legit, like this really happened. His voice changed, even though he didn't look that much different. His voice changed, and he sounded like just they 're like this isn 't going to work they didn 't like this. they wanted him to have that innocent tone of voice, so they ended up getting rid of the character, so you he never really has a purpose with
0: all the technology
1: this that he kid, had. Billy, I yeah. think this was like a storyline that whoever wrote the episode, this was their episode, and this kid was just happened to be featured in it, and it was just a one off yeah. But the anointed one is fucking stupid he has literally. No purpose, and we we're gonna do the next episode, episode eleven. But the n- one after that is a finale. I can't even remember what he does in it. <laughs> I don't either because I've never seen it. But what I'm saying is he's not that important. Um, but he's important because he has a title. Stupid, stupid. Does he have a name badge? Like no, he's uh, just called the Anointed
0: One. Just, when when, when, when you know, Buffy gets down and has to start like. I don't know. everyone, Just like, it would have been nice to have some name tags on everyone. Like, I'm the master. This is the anointed one. These are the three. You already no, know. No, the
1: three are dead. Darla killed them. Oh, yeah, you're right. The three are dead. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, three are dead. Well, and then you could have been, so, like, you
0: know, Angel. He, didn't, he doesn't wear his name tag. <laughs> he
1: just looks He over. just needs to wear a bell so somebody to can fucking here. hear him when he pops up. Um, so the next episode uh, is episode 11 of season one. This one, I. I I loved It's called, hated. It's called Out of Mind, Out of Sight. And the little blurb, when an invisible menace, huh, a phantom menace, starts attacking <laughs> students and faculty at Sunnydale High, the Scooby gang traces the problem back to Cordelia. So this is a Cordelia episode. And there are a few um, before she you know, joins the Scooby gang a little bit more in season two. This is kind of the beginnings of her creeping into their group. So one thing I wrote at the beginning of the episode is that Buffy has a reputation for hanging out at the library with Giles. Like students, I think it's Cordelia, make fun of her for it. I'm like, oh my God, Buffy, you hang out so much there that they're actually making fun of you for it.
0: Yeah, I agree, but it just keeps going on. I'm sorry, I just spaced out for a second. Yeah, you fucking did. I just totally spaced out
1: because... I don't even know where I went. Okay, it doesn't matter. Um, another I'll, thing I'll, I wrote. You go ahead. Go ahead. Um, we see a new teacher that's featured, like, at the beginning of the episode. She's leading the classroom in a discussion. And I wrote, well, she's dead. Yeah, or you, almost dead.
0: You did call that immediately. I was like, well, you're dead. I'm like, whoa, hey, calm down.
1: I was, he, Kevin's like, that's what I say. That's, yeah, that's my line. Um, so we're in the boys' locker room in the next scene. And they're like, we go to the bronze tonight. And I'm like, this is the only place God. these high school kids go is they the don't. school. And the bronze And
0: they, they For the No cops do anything Nope No ones It's not illegal I don't even
1: think anybody fumigation. works at the bronze I think these kids just go to an later, abandoned I warehouse. just remember
0: later on In the in the show They show the sign of the bronze And it actually it's says It's a warehouse I know it's warehouse But like the sign outside Still says like Fumigation party yep. Like how many Fumigation parties Do you have but, to have
1: But remember at the end of that episode You said Because I didn't even notice this, you know, There were still cockroaches It was like Oh yeah well They're just hardier Like, they still have a cockroach problem. We know this. But here's
0: the thing. When they have special events, is it just someone booked the bronze to, like, have a special party? Like, like the the weird dance that they were going to have at the end of this?
1: So, they're they're getting ready for what's called the May Queen whatever. And the coronation, for whatever reason, is happening at the bronze. Yeah. I guess the dance is happening at the bronze and then they do the coronation at the dance. But again, like you said, later in the episode when we're at the bronze, outside it says closed for fumigation. for fumigation. This is a... Maybe, it's like every time... You know we, what?
0: You know what? Every time we have a special event, we're closed for fumigation.
1: No. I was going to say the set, that set designer should be fired. They just never <laughs> raised the <laughs> sign. They
0: never did that.
1: Or, or the... No, it probably wasn't even the set designer. I know exactly who it was. The editor. Whoever edited that episode. Oh, they just Do we have stock shot. footage of the bronze <laughs> from the outside? <laughs> yup great that's what it was fumigation. anyway figured it out
0: <laughs> we're on scooby Game. years later let's write a letter
1: um yeah so <laughs> in that locker room somebody that we can't see um beats the crap out of a kid with a baseball bat
0: i love the scene because it was just the first time i saw a kid immediately get beat up by a baseball bat
1: <laughs> and it's an it's Nobody is in there It looks like a bat Is floating around And and that was the first
0: uh, First moment Like ghost Ghost Finally a ghost I love this This is a ghost And it's it's not a ghost, but it's,
1: Spoiler alert, it's, it's not, not a, a ghost. ghost, but the Scooby gang does think it's a ghost at first.
0: I was so hoping it was a ghost because I would have loved to have been like an old-timey, like, I used to be in the uh, base, I used to play baseball in the 1920s. Here's my bat. Shut up, kid. Don't go to the bronze.
1: This <laughs> is Yeah, like, it would have been cool <laughs> if it was a, a ghost, but unfortunately it's not. And it, it was, in. if it was, it was, it would have been a modern ghost. Like, it wasn't even, like, somebody from, I know, you know. It
0: would, it would have been so
1: Cordelia's complaining about the May Queen, um, dance now because the kid who got beat up was like supposed to be her date and how is it going to look when he's all beat up in the pictures it's going to look bad for her um and buffy reveals to her friends that she was like the equivalent to may queen at her old school yeah so they hear about you know they know that the kid got beat up right and snyder basically stops buffy finally an adult. Yeah. Finally, steps in.
0: She she's about to run into the boys' locker room, which one boys' locker room? Yep. You shouldn't be in there, Buffy. Yep. Two. He's like, hey, there's police around. Yeah. They're gonna investigate. It's like literally
1: anything. a crime scene. The whole school is a crime scene.
0: <laughs> and he and he's like, what are you doing? He's like, uh, oh, he left his favorite comb in there. That's like all
1: you got. And yeah, exactly. So then Willow and Xander distract by saying, "Um, they he think he's gonna sue sue the school." And he's like, "What for what?" And um, so. Buffy goes into the locker room, and on the lockers where he got beat, beat up, it spells L-O-O-K, look, across the lockers. So, it's like the first note from this invisible attacker. And um, when when the kid, he says, like, the, the bat was just floating, and uh, Xander's like, maybe it's a vampire
0: bat. <laughs> vampire bat.
1: Um, Giles thinks it's a ghost. Um, and then Buffy's like, Can you get me a list of all the dead kids?
0: The, this was my favorite. Like I, I was talking about this throughout the entire episode.
1: And and not only does she ask for it, Willow's like, Yeah, sure, just get yeah, it. Just I got this. I like, can understand getting I know this sounds wicked morbid, but I can understand getting that list more easily today. But back in nineteen ninety seven, where the fuck she, just, she but
0: she just accept. it was like being told, Hey, can you go down to the library and get me a book? Yeah, I gotcha. Hey, can you go get me a list of all the dead kids? Only dead kids. In and, and Missing, missing kids, kids in only this town. And she's like, yeah, I got that on my computer right now. Like, like in, Let me yeah. go get it. And I thought it would have been really funny to see a truck come by. And be like, what's that? Well, you wanted to get... A list of all the missing and dead kids. They got it all in the truck. It's
1: because it's a big one. It's, it's a giant, big file. It's like
0: hundreds of files. We got to go through it.
1: Um, <laughs> so we see Cordelia and Harmony, her friend, are chatting. And Harmony literally gets shoved down the stairs by this invisible attacker again. And you think, I mean, you really do think it's a ghost. But she gets shoved. And it kind of looks like Cordelia did it. But we know she didn't because there were too many witnesses. Um, and Buffy hears the ghost ghost. giggle. Giggling. So she goes and, like, follows her. Mm. Um, and she loses and, her in the band room. Yeah. And she, I notice, um, and they do want the audience to notice a, t- a ceiling tile gets moved. So this girl is, like, living in the ceiling above the band room. Yeah. She was a band geek.
0: It was funny, though, because, like, you noticed it right away, and I was like, what are you, what, what are you talking about? And you like, it's right there. Well,
1: I also have seen the episode, but I couldn't remember... When they but they they did in that scene I remember they made it obvious for the audience.
0: No, it was not obvious for me. I was like, this is a stupid It was scene. dark. It, I was looking at this like, man, the person who was editing this scene just like just kept the hammer rolling <laughs> for this. We need to get twenty seconds till on the clock. All right, just have, no. stare at the ceiling for no, like twenty it was, seconds. It'll be fine. It was
1: a dark scene. I know, but it um, was <laughs> So then we see these two guys in black suits at the hanging around the school. And you were like, "Are they detectives? They must be detectives."
0: Oh, yeah. I thought detectives. I was thinking cops. Finally, are there at the school? No. Multiple murders of no. the school. No. Fine. No. Let's not have detectives go
1: and do their um, jobs. No. Buffy no. does bump into the invisible girl. I forget when that happens. Um, but now they change it to from a missing uh, from a dead kid list to a missing. They figure out. Um, because she bumped. Oh, that's what it was. Because she bumped into her. They're like, then it's not a ghost. Like I, I didn't. She didn't pass through me. So then, when they boiled it down to invisible, they're like, oh well, they, she must be still alive. So at least the list got better from dead to just yeah. missing.
0: And then she, the, at some point, she gets into the ceiling tiles, like yep. chasing him, and she finds her little like nook area that she's been living yep. with, which has a teddy bear and everything else. Yeah, she also a bear, has a yeah. book. Of, like, one of the, like, year-end books. Yearbook. Yearbook things. And, like, uh, she goes in there and she brings it to all her friends. And she goes, hey, uh, guys, uh, I feel like this person never, like, had anyone that liked her. Why? Because they all wrote, have a great summer in it. It It's like, no, that's a kiss of death. Well, you guys both wrote that.
1: Well, yeah, because nobody was (laughs) actually friends with her, unfortunately. Um, So, we, it's at night. And for at the, we're at the school, and Giles is in the library, I put alone-ish, um, Angel pops up. Oh, God. Because Angel's he's looking seen. at a glass case, and an, vampires don't have a reflection. So Giles gets spooked because he looks next to him, and Angel's there. And there is a wonderful moment in this he, episode. You go, oh, my God. So he keeps,
0: Angel, if you haven't heard before, if you've never listened to this, Angel, for some reason... His acting choices just looks off to the left or right, no matter what. There's no rhyme, there's no reason. Just sometimes he just looks. And as I said, oh look, he's gonna look. Hope's about to defend this man. I was. He was getting all right, like no, he's gonna. I'm like, just wait a second. She didn't even get that sentence off. She goes, can you wait a? And he does it. As I snap, he looks to the right as he's talking for no reason, and we both. Died. And laughing.
1: I, was I, I was like, okay, I'm gonna count. So he looks away. I'm like, okay, let me count. Like one, one. miss, and he mo- he moved <laughs> his eyes again. I was like, one miss, and he moved his eyes again. I was like, so he just kept darting his eyes all over the fucking place. And he, and, and the worst
0: part is the dialogue for this is just like, what are you trying to do? Oh, I'm trying to find a book.
1: A book, eh? Oh, my God. Like, they literally just the talk left.
0: about books. Let me look to the right. Let me look to the left. And I think I might have that book. It boils
1: look. down to Angel has the ability to get what's called a codex. And it has a bunch of prophecies in it that could be helpful for Buffy in going up against the Master. And Angel's like, I can get that book. I'll go. I'll get it for you. And
0: then we, then we just do this.
1: Then he just <laughs> looks away and he's gone. Um, we do have a flashback with the girl. Um, that we've discovered is invisible. Her name is Marcy. And she is trying to be cool with Cordelia and, like, get into the conversation. They basically shut her out. And then she says something, and they, like, yell at her, and then Cordelia says the exact same thing. Like,
0: Yeah, so they're She's making fun of some awful. teacher. She's just like, And the girls try to the whole time say that the, He has uh, a bad toupee. He has a bad toupee, and it looks like cabbage. And then Cordelia just says exactly that. Yeah, and, like, and they all <sighs> laugh. And then, like, in, in class, the, the, the next one is, like, her raising her hand. Trying to raise her hand.
1: hand, and the teacher teacher won't call on her and like she literally like disappears
0: which immediately means that you have to uh put a plastic bag over the teacher's head and we're not there yet
1: but um one thing is they have the list of dead and missing kids and willow's like you know hobbies medical records how the fuck (laughs) again does willow have access willow has to medical records willow is for minors yeah I know. I, it's unbelievable. I know. It's how the, she gets her hands it's the on 90s, this information. but
0: in the 90s, if you were the man in the chair... You could get any you, information you, you wanted. You just walk into the room and be like, I, I need medical records for this and this. We can't give that out to anyone under the age of 18. Oh, don't
1: worry. I'm the man in the chair for one of my friends.
0: Oh, in that case. Well, <laughs> why did you say that earlier?
1: <laughs> so Buffy does discover the yearbook, and then they talk about how, like, nobody was friends with her, and they all wrote, like, have a good summer, whatever. Then we go back to the teacher that was featured at the beginning of the episode who was, like, leading the class in a discussion. And she's waiting for Cordelia. And you hear, like, someone approaching. She's like, oh, if you could be on time for one. And it's not Cordelia. We don't see who it is. It's Marcy. Because she's invisible. And the teacher's like, "What's? who's there? Whatever. Marcy tries to suffocate the teacher. Yeah. And puts baggie. a plastic bag over her head. Why is she suffocating? Oh, because she's gone crazy.
0: Yeah. At this point, point they've said that she's kind of going crazy.
1: Because then Cordelia comes in and does end up saving the teacher, thankfully. And then Marcy writes on the board, listen. But I don't understand her purpose in going after the teacher. So the
0: I thought it was because of that scene where she's like trying to get called on in class and the teacher's just not calling on her. And then in that scene, oh, that's where she turned invisible right. because we're in the Hellmouth. So and that's the reason people turn invisible now and in
1: nightmares and uh, Giles does say something along the lines of because of the mystical energies coming from the Hellmouth. What she perceived became reality. She felt like because she was ignored, she was literally invisible to and, people, and, and she be- she became invisible. She turned invisible, and no one in the school, no Not one noticed. Else. No, no one else has ever. And felt her parents that way. didn't. Oh, they must. Oh no, they did file a missing persons report because she's on a missing persons list. Yeah, yeah,
0: but Someone no one else in this school felt nope.
1: alone and just turned invisible because of the hell mouth.
0: Nope, just her. Just, just her. Um, just her. Just that's it. Only so, her.
1: Cordelia asks for help from the Scooby Gang and Buffy because she's like, people are coming after me. She's like, my boyfriend or her date was attacked and Harmony was pushed and now the teacher. And uh, Giles goes, I've never seen you before. And she's like, oh, I have a life. Yeah, I've never seen you in the library before. <laughs> I, it was um,
0: such a, a quick burn to like everyone, like, well, you know, thanks. You know, you know, we're only trying to save the entire world from. Death and destruction, but hey, you know you have a lawyer. in the hellmouth. And the hellmouth. The hell so mouth.
1: they decide they're going to use Cordelia as bait to lure out Invisible Girl Marcy, and then try to somehow attack her. And, and Marcy's in the room. room,
0: just watching and listening. So and I mean, wrote, well,
1: "Why is the coronation for May Queen at the Bronze?"
0: Yeah, but it I is. like I like how you that whole time you just like don't understand why it's why it's not in like the gym or something like that,
1: yeah. or anything like yes. Yeah. Um, and so I wrote Buffy's wearing club wear to school because you commented on her shirt you're like what? What is she wearing? She wore like this weird... So this shirt was in style in the 90s. It's a V-cut neck at the top. And then from the bottom is a V-cut that goes up. And it basically just exposes like your lower half of your belly. That's fine. And you you just... It's not appropriate for school. Like girls would wear that to like the club or like for a dance. But like not to school.
0: There was one part where she was walking around and... Like leather pants, leather yep. jacket. I'm like, where are you getting all of this
1: fashion Angel. sense from? I know, right? So Marcy, we think is playing the flute, but it's actually recording, and she traps Giles, Willow, and Xander in like the boiler room with like get the gas. Yeah, this is when like Buffy and Cornelia are trying to get like. They go to the Bronze. Um, well, actually, no, they, you know what happened was, they go to get Buffy dressed. gets knocked out. Yeah, they go to get dressed, um, and then they were going to go to the bronze. Cordelia gets captured by Marcy, and then Marcy knocks uh, Buffy out and tranks her. And yeah, somehow tranks
0: her. She just knows think how think to about use this. medical
1: stuff. N- not just that. She dragged these girls to the bronze. Yeah. She drugged them and knocked them out in the high school. How does Marcy... Anyway, because there's probably the of bronze questions. is probably behind
0: the school at this point. At <laughs> yeah, this point, it is.
1: Everything is so close. The stuff from Nightmares is still, it's still it's lingering. It's still affecting. We still got the portal to the,
0: the graveyard, which is... Yep, close. right next to the bronze, bronze.
1: apparently. So Marcy releases like the, the gas nozzle thing and is basically going to kill Giles and Willow and Xander by gas asphyxiation and just leaves them there. Um, and... Uh,
0: she brings... Uh, And
1: um, and Cordelia, when they're at the bronze, bronze. they're tied to these chairs, and she has written in glitter on the curtain, learn. learn, And she's based. so Cordelia, like, they wake up, and Cordelia's like, my face is numb, I can't feel my face. And uh, Marcy's going to cut up Cordelia's face, basically, because it's like her prized possession. And um, we keep jumping back to Willow and Xander and Giles, like, they keep trying to get out, but they... They do end up passing out, and they look like they're about to die. Buffy does escape the chair while Marcy is going on her little rant, and she tries to attack her. Um, And at first she's like, hello, I'm invisible. Like, how can you fight something that you can't see? And she does a zen Spidey sense moment where she's like...
0: Like leaves were falling. It was. You know what it felt like it felt like a samurai movie. Yep. Where like she just like calmed well, her mind, sit and then punched the other visible girl in the face.
1: Slayers study this. This is part of her Slayer training: is being in tune with your body and your surroundings and your instincts and being able to listen. And then she is able to like fight Marcy. While that is happening, Angel, Angel Save saves. Them. Xander and Willow and, and Giles. the funny part
0: is the only reason he's there. I got your book.
1: I got your codex. I got your book. And he can turn off the gas because he doesn't have to breathe. Yeah,
0: he, they like could, we got we got to fix the gas. Well, I don't need. He's oxygen, like, I can do it. So. Also, he has
1: super strength. Yeah. Um. So Buffy ends up pushing Marcy into a curtain so she can actually see her, and they fight, fight, fight. And then the M- I put the men in black.
0: Yeah. Aka these detectives slash
1: F- FBI. FBI show up for Marcy.
0: Yeah. Like, like, they know of this. her. We
1: got this. We got Don't it. Worry. They're Gotta going, going to, quote, rehabilitate her yeah. into society. And and, and
0: and Buffy gets it. She's like, this is not the first time this has happened.
1: And I'm like, oh, so this has happened before. Okay, cool.
0: What's even weirder is if these guys were trying to pretend to be the FBI or whatever they are trying to be, even if they are the FBI. Yeah. Um, Cornelius still tied to a no, chair. No, no, no.
1: No, Buffy got her out. I know.
0: Buffy did. Why didn't these police officers or FBI agents see her tied to a chair? Because though? their
1: priority wasn't. I know, but like again, I don't know.
0: I'm just like it's just kind of funny to like we're here to help. We got her. We're gonna take we're care gonna of leave this now. You're still tied to a chair. Have a good yeah, day. Yeah, you guys are fine. So. You got this.
1: The next day at school. Because that's how. That's, this, that's how they intro everything.
0: After they've had a, such a weird experience. A like They finish whatever the their day.
1: battle is. Or they finish their murder. If they're murdering. Oh, mur- the murdering. The, <laughs> it's the next day. Giles lies to Buffy and tells her the janitor saved them from the r- boiler room, not Angel. And I wrote, like, why. And I think it was because then he would have to explain why he was there. And he didn't want to have another lie on top of, like, why he was there. So just cut out that he was even there.
0: Yeah, but because it seemed a little unnecessary, though. So
1: we, I get, yeah. we'll, we'll sort of find out in the next episode. But Giles, I mean, he says he's looking for prophecies about the Slayer. And I think it's because he has already technically found one and he wants to make sure he's wrong. Uh, Ah, okay. And he... Can't tell her yet. So um, Cordelia at school thanks the Scooby Gang for their help, but she's not going to hang out with them. Like she, yeah,
0: what the, the boy who got smacked with a bat comes over like, don't hang out with these losers. And I'm she's like, like you no, still my God,
1: have a busted face, buddy. What's going on? But he's still like on the football team or whatever. Um, so at the very end of the episode, Marcy is led to a special class for invisible kids to learn. How to Become Spies.
0: Yeah, clearly that was going to happen. It was
1: about infiltration. And, and assassinations. Yeah. And assassinating. And, and you hear Marcy go, cool. Exactly. <laughs> yeah,
0: let's take this already murdery type invisible person. Let's show, let's give him a little bit of help here.
1: Okay, but here's my thing. Is she, what, now invisible permanently forever? If you take her off the Hellmouth.
0: Who knows? Because no one knows. I don't know the
1: Hellmouth rules. No one knows the Hellmouth
0: rules. Because it's just the Hellmouth. Whatever happens. happens. Hellmouth.
1: I was going to say, whatever happens at the Hellmouth stays at the Hellmouth, Hellmouth, but actually, whatever happens on the Hellmouth continues to happen to you after you leave the it's,
0: Hellmouth. It, the, the whole town's just like, you know what, we have this mystical problem where we're losing a lot of teenagers and adults, and we have a lot of people getting next hit by uh, barbecue, uh, barbecue forks. forks and stuff. Um, we turning we, should we invisible. Should we do anything? Well, sometimes we get some people we really like and we can use around the world. In our government. So, like, maybe we could like, have apocalypse happen. Are you
1: going to help them? Are they useful? No? Then no. Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) They're like, this is an apocalypse. Like, yeah, but, like, when's the apocalypse? (laughs) When's it going to happen? Because, like, if it doesn't happen earlier, I mean, let's, let's just have some fun with this, Right.
1: So that was episode 11. And the last episode is called Prophecy Girl. And that's the finale of season one. So we will watch that and just talk about the, the finale yeah. episode.
0: And what did we learn these last two episodes?
1: I don't know. What did we learn?
0: We learned that apparently... Uh, Willow has access to all medical files. And and any file, any
1: piece of information she needs to find, she will find it. And In 1997. In
0: 1997. You know what's even worse about that situation? So let's just say for the sure fact that she only had like maybe like five or six pages with that thing She gave to Buffy, right? Oh, the, yeah, yeah, she
1: the file the, she gave her of the list of you know, dead and missing kids like pretty five, small for yeah, Sunnydale, but
0: about five pages. But after all that work, she did, she had to have compiled it, it wasn't like a printout, she had to maybe like use a word edit and Excel and mm. something like that, whatever was there at the time. But she gives it to Buffy, and she's like, Well, here's the most recent one. I feel like Willow
1: was like you, son of a. They didn't go past the first. <laughs> <name>. <laughs> they didn't go past the first. There's like that one. Willow could have <laughs> written a dissertation. She could have written a fucking book about something. Could analyze
0: how they died or how the first missing. And then they, missing they just read the first chapter they, title. They, they didn't read the title of, they, of the, the book. author is the up oh, that one that one oh right there God. that's it that's that's the person we're trying to find. Oh, well, I mean, I did a lot of work on this guy. Shut up, Willow. Right there. Right there.
1: I mean, they really do use Willow a lot. And then. They totally do. Uh, Uh, So that that was the 11th episode. And then once we get past the finale, on to season two, which is one of my favorites. It's a fan favorite and it has better storytelling, better stories, more cohesion in the season. Huh?
0: occasion in the season.
1: But like it does. Ow. Um and also you're not gonna like it, but Angel is pivotal in season two. But his his looking away, acting gets better. Okay, it gets better? Yeah. Does it still happen? <laughs> <laughs> The, the, the look she just gave me—it was—it was like I don't want to disappoint him. <laughs> I have to like think about it for a second, but like, yeah, it does. It still happens. It still happens. I told you, it continues on his own goddamn show. I still think it's hilarious. And though. the thing is, he's not a bad actor. No, it's just it's just it's just weird, right? It sometimes is. Sometimes I'm like, what are you doing? I like I said, he, he I think it's because it was very early on, and with this character, there wasn't a lot for Angel to do. He's like sullen and depressed and like brooding and. And he has very, like, no tone in his voice. Like, he doesn't modulate. He can't be sarcastic. He can't be funny. Like, he has to be serious all the time. So there's only so much he can do. I, so he's got to rely on the eye acting. The eye acting. That was not a thing before him.
0: No one said, hey, you know what? This other movie I saw, this guy is eye acting. You should try it. No, they just said, look mysterious. And he just went, look it look, look over? Is there someone wrote mysterious on the wall? No, over there? No? All right. Oh, over here.
1: Sorry <laughs> right, again. Uh, so that is um, all that I have for this episode. Is there anything that you would like to add, Suck Kevin?
0: No, I just I, I'm actually excited to see where the oh God I'm not. You can't even say. You can't even Finale, say because I guess this uh, this I don't season. Know.
1: I told you this season is just disjointed. It it doesn't have as much cohesion as the other other seasons, and also. Um, because it was shorter. It's like half the length almost. So they just didn't get to explore as much.
0: Yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm still mad about two things this whole season. Mm. Angels thing is just funny. Mm-hmm. So that's not really a thing. Uh, the dang cage... In the library
1: and b- him being allowed to have that is weird. Well, just the first day and was like, filled with it was weapons. just the
0: first day he was there. There's a cage with weapons and, and books. Okay. The just cage. So listen, that. this
1: is what I'm my thinking. The cage was already there and it might've been there for like really rare books or like rare articles or yeah. things that you have to take out a special and like only read them in the library and then put them back. But Giles was using it for weapons and those weapons were clearly visible. <laughs> Yeah. Sometimes.
0: Also no school has a cage. I just don't if it's in a closet maybe. Right. It's not it's so not, out in the open. It's not like there. here's the desk to get your books And turn then there's around there's a, a cage of a machete. And you know what?
1: That that cage will come in come I in
0: handy. know it will be, but I just that, that still aggravates me a little. And season
1: sh- 1 was establishing what this show is going to be about and more just establishing the slayer and Sunnydale and the Hellmouth as much as we hate That's that. That's my other
0: thing. That's my other, my other gripe. Other gripe is the Hellmouth being the answer just, for everything. Just, yeah. It's just so easy. Convenient. Like, it's like, oh, well, we don't know what the problem is. Oh, it's clearly hell because mouth. of the mystical stuff of the Hellmouth. Yeah. Don't we all know that? Yes, we do.
1: And so we're going to end it here. That is it for me. I'm signing off and you can catch me on the flip side. Babity God. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.